0: Welcome back to another episode of Be A Warrior podcast. I'm your host and an above-knee amputee, Angie Huser. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome back. It is the end of season three. This is gonna be the final episode of season three and I'm so excited that I cannot believe I have three seasons out. But we are coming to the end of another year and the holidays are fast approaching and I just thought, you know what? Let's get one more in before all the family affairs take effect and Christmas time and New Year's and all that comes about. And I'm wishing you all a very happy and healthy new year coming up. And I thought today, as we wrap up 2023, I can't even believe it's, we're going into 24. Today, when I'm recording this, it's the night before I post it, but today is actually my fifth anniversary of my amputation. And it's, you know, of course, Seems like just any other day for me, um, because mine was elected. I knew it was coming. I was prepared for it as best as you could be prepared for something like that. Um, wasn't taken by surprise, and I just am in awe that it's already been five years. Um, it's it's been a blink of the eye, and I put together a reel to showcase kind of my, I call it my highlight reel. Um, Our family's into football, and we always joke about highlight reels and stuff with, um, you know, our kids used to play, and then you watch some highlight reels from the, um, the week's games or the weekend's games. And so I made a highlight reel. And more to showcase not everything I accomplished, woo woo, I mean, that's great and all, Um, it only is the tip of the iceberg when you only pick like 20 some pictures. But to allow people to see that anything is possible and that becoming an amputee is not the end of the world. You know, we all go through some sort of crisis, some sort of roadblock in our life. And really what it ends up coming down to is how do you approach the problem that happens? And there are several different ways that this can go. You can accept what's happening in your life or you can fight it. And I will tell you fighting a roadblock will be exhausting and will produce no fruit at the end of that. You will only be tired, exhausted, probably cranky and angry and bitter. So you flip it and you decide, okay, the whole making lemonade from lemons, and you go out and you accomplish great things. And yeah, you're going to fall on your face at times. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's not an easy road. Just because I had a highlight reel that I put together today, all I'm showcasing you there are the things that I were able to do Um, A lot of them within the first three months after my amputation, that's how it started. And then it kind of morphed into, you know, there's some new things that happened this year. And um, I just wanted to throw in some things that showed kind of the the extent of where I've actually been, because I've done some new things this year that were pretty exciting. But I definitely didn't do it to show off what I've done, more to give people the peace of mind that, you can do this, that an amputee can do this, 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 and this, that the only thing holding us back is usually ourselves or our fears or the people around us. If they don't want to see us succeed or they're afraid that we could hurt ourselves trying something new. And that's, you know, that's a big, uh, big concern. Um, as I talk to other amputees, you know, the amputation process is one thing, but we also have another limb, That we have to take care of because we will overuse it and damage it much faster than the average person especially when you talk about lower limbs when we walk you know for five years i walked weird like i had a, a limp and i couldn't walk properly well what did that do to my right knee my good knee my good hip my back you know what i mean so things will start to deplete over time at a faster rate when you only have one leg. And I wear my prosthetic every day, all day, but that doesn't mean I am equally using both legs. I will favor the good leg, the full leg, over an amputated leg nine times out of 10, because it's not normal to put your weight On a prosthetic, if you're sitting and just standing still in one place, I always put it on my right side. And when we walk, I notice that my foot kind of rounds around the edge of my outside of my foot more than it ever did before. So I know my ankle is getting a lot more um, beat up and so will my knee because the chain of reaction that follows all the way up. Now, I say all this because, like I said, this video was to just kind of showcase that five years of what I've done, and like I said, most of that was even before I even got my prosthetic um, the first three months, but also to state that, I mean, this this podcast wasn't definitely going to be about that, but I wanted you to know that I'm celebrating five years today and it has been a wonderful five years. Yes, you can actually enjoy a different lifestyle like this and and get more out of it I I am living a much better life than I would have if I had kept my leg and for that I am extremely grateful to all the people around me that have supported me that did the surgery that helped me rehab and that have helped fit me with my prosthetic and so shout out to all my medical um groupies, and my family, who's been there 100% between making jokes with a lampshade on my very first prosthetic during Christmas time to resemble the Fred Gile lamp leg that he won in Christmas Story, um, to family in Illinois checking in on me and um, being proud of me for all the accomplishments and letting me know how proud they were of what I'd accomplished. So, you know, you you've got all this happening and and it's been a, a, a great five years, but like I said, don't for one second think that it's all been like that real. Those were the highlights, and they were only a few highlights. So there were more great things that happened to me in those years. But there was also times of severe pain and agony, fear and frustration, um, anxiety things like that, wondering how this will all play out when I become, you know, I I think about it when I become 60, 70, 80 years old, how will things be, especially like in the middle of the night when I use a bathroom and I crutch to the bathroom now. Like now I've got upper body strength, but will my 80-year-old body be the same? Will my 90-year-old body be the same? Probably not. So that being said, Today is my anniversary for that. Um, It was an elected surgery. But what I really want to talk about today, and I almost talked about it last week, and I thought, nope, let's save this for the end of the season. End of the year, end of the season. Let's wrap it all up and together. And as I reflect back on this year, we've had some amazing topics I had April filled with some amazing people that came on and spoke with me on my podcast for Limb Loss and Limb Difference Awareness Month. Um, But as I am really making more closely connected one-on-one connections with other amputees, I am noticing a pattern of this time of year isn't joyous for everyone. And a lot of people that I have met through this journey are dealing with the negative effects on why they lost their leg and some relationship issues that have come with having lost this leg. Whether friends turn their backs on people, um, on them, or um, someone that got them in an accident that walked away from the accident but they didn't because they lost their leg. So there are some people that are really struggling and you know in the past my last last December kind of podcasts have dealt with what are some great gift giving ideas for amputees and and I've enjoyed doing that but I think when we look at this time of year for a lot of us it brings great joy right it's it's supposed to be a joyful time if you are a Christian This is the time of year where we celebrate Christ's birth. Um, We spend time with family. Um, People are off from school and from work for a little bit of a time frame so we can actually vacation or just put our feet up a little bit and relax a little bit more than the normal Monday through Friday grind. And then there's for others, it is remembering the people that they've lost along the way, whether it's physically lost them um, they've passed on or lost friendships because of fights and arguments or disagreements of some sort and when we get caught up in the hustle and bustle of this time of year we often forget that there are people really struggling and we lose our temper and we tailgate and we are rushing in stores and cutting people off and and maybe not being the kindest self because we don't understand why somebody is doing what they're doing. And the reason I guess I brought this up is because I've been talking to several people lately that are really kind of in that situation where they want this to be a beautiful time of year, but they have a lot of sadness associated with it. Um, And not that we are ever ever that crude or rude of people, but we all get impatient, right? We all are, have their, our own agenda. We forget about others. We forget about our neighbors that are alone. We forget about family members that are living alone and we're not near them. You know, all our families back in Illinois. And I noticed that our neighbors around here, it's a little quieter at this time of year not because they're traveling. It's just because they're staying inside more, which is ironic because we are in Arizona and this is a great time to be out. Um, But this is when we start to get a little more rain. And for us Arizonians, it gets kind of chilly. So don't see as many people as often. And because everybody's out shopping and doing their thing, right? Well, thinking about all this, it brings to mind also the fact that Even if you see someone like me, an amputee struggling or doing well, excuse me, doing well and, and smiling and, and everything doesn't mean that we aren't struggling ourselves. I, I've talked to many people, many amputees that are very, very good at masking it, even for their own family. And. You know, that's not really good because then when we do lash out, no one understands why we're lashing out. It's just because we've been hiding and holding in pain and agony and things that are stressing us out when it comes to our, our residual limb or our fit for our prosthetic. And so I guess I just really wanted to the message I really wanted to send out today to wrap up this year was... There's a lot. I mean, I could I could tell you there's about four items in my head right now. And so I'm sorry if I'm kind of bouncing around. It's because there's a lot of things that I think are really important to wrap this season up with. And one is that remember everyone is fighting their own battles. Right, we all have our own battles that we're fighting. You are not alone in that, which also means you can't just take out what you want to take out on certain people because you're impatient and frustrated because you have no idea the battle they're facing. And second, the battle that we are facing as amputees, and you know, I can put on a great show, but most of the time I'm just avoiding thinking about how my leg feels because right now it's buzzing like it is burning and everything as i was walking around today and i was all over creation with my sons we were out shopping and everything but i was in my jeans and as you can see i'm i was set for being with my horse this morning so that was lovely but i stayed in my cowboy boots and my jeans which i'm not normally at and if you wear cowboy boots uh, Even if you wear cowboy boots and you got two legs, you don't realize how heavy they are until you have a prosthetic. They are so much more clunky. So walking all over Walmart and the grocery store and a outside mall, I was hurting so bad today. So, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, just relax, take it easy, take a deep breath. Once your podcast's done, you can take your leg off and you can relax for the rest of the night. So here I am. You can tell it's evening. I usually have a little sunlight coming in. It is late. And so just to tell you that, you know, we all have our own battles and that kindness goes a long way. A smile goes a long way. Um, Just the other day, I went to go visit a neighbor. Hadn't seen them in a while. They're part timers here and they're older And I found out that the wife is now in a nursing home. And I had brought by cookies and things from my party the other day um, for both of them and not knowing this. And it just broke my heart. So please reach out to people, especially if you've noticed you haven't seen them a lot. Reach out to them at this time of year because there's a battle there probably. And there might be some loneliness. And everyone needs that friend to rely on and someone... And a lot of us just won't go out of the way to ask for help or companionship or time together. And so we kind of have to take that upon ourselves. And it is hard. It really is because we have our own agenda, right? Like I'm like running around crazy doing this and this and this, prepping for the season, trying to be present. And yet seeing this, I have to stop for a minute and realize what is more important right now that I get this done so I have one more cookie kind of cookie made for the family or do I do I give some love to a neighbor who's alone you know and it's it is I know is I know what's right but I know it's also hard to make the time the other thing that I wanted to wrap this year up with is the fact that are you taking care of yourself because in this time of year we get really um, in that hustle and bustle mode we tend to get moving and doing a million things and our lists keep getting longer and longer okay i'm talking about me yes this is my life i make my list and it gets longer and longer what do i need at the grocery store starts out with five things and then i'm like but if i make this this and this that would be great too i'll get all of these things I'm um, one more craft one more gift one more package and it's like it just keeps getting bigger and thus the reason it is now late in the evening and I'm doing my podcast because I was so busy today with other things that I pushed and pushed and pushed. And now I'm in here doing this while my family's outside. they doing their thing. But when we do this and I am totally guilty of this, I haven't been to the gym. I've been traveling a lot the last two months. And when I've been home, I've been prepping for get togethers and, um, our dinners and things like that and making cookies like I always do. So when my kids came home from college, there were cookies that they are used to having when Christmas time rolls around. And all of a sudden, the next thing you know, I am not doing what I want to do to make sure that I am physically healthy and mindful and present with what's going on in the life right now. Just because I'm active doesn't mean I'm present at all. And I know that. So today I made time for my horse because I really missed her and I hadn't seen her in over a week. And she she did a number for me. Like I totally needed it. I got big hugs and kisses from her. We went for a walk. She was being silly with me. Um, and she was actually trying to eat more while I was there, letting me just sit in her stall and watch her. And then she wanted scratches and... And just the smell of the area and the smell of the horse just does my heart good. And even though it wasn't physical activities per se, like lifting like I do, it was good for my mental and emotional state because I took time for myself and I made it a priority. And yes, it was for her, but quite frankly, it was really for me. (laughs) And so when we get caught up in the hustle and bustle, we forget that we are really important. I want to be around a long time for my family. I want to be healthy and strong. And I know that as I age, that having a prosthetic is going to become a harder task to manipulate and use and walk around with. So I am trying my hardest to live the kind of life I want to live now and be as present as I can be now because I know that the future is going to be harder for me then my husband with two legs, even as he gets older, you know, God forbid, he starts to deteriorate. What am I going to do with one leg and being older and weaker and more fragile? And of course, women dealing with osteoporosis and stuff like that, I, I worry about my strength and my bones. So now is the time to live. Now is the time to be present. Now is the time to do the right thing for us and ourselves so that we will be around longer and healthier longer. Now, with all that being said, it has been a fantastic year again. And I am so grateful and so blessed for the family I have, the love that they share and give to me, the support they always give me. And I am reminded um, having get-togethers here towards the end of the year, that I have the best group of people around me, best friends, the most lovely people, people that pray for me, pray over me, pray for my family, for me when I need somebody. They're there when I need to talk. Um, And likewise, I hope they feel that they uh, can count on me whenever they need something. Because it's not all about me. And that's, that's another thing that we think about is, You know, I I know a lot of people that have gone through something traumatic like this or major surgeries, years of surgeries, and can't figure out why friends start to become more distant. And it becomes a fine line to walk when we are dealing with our own problems and asking friends for help, but not pushing the line where we overstep our boundaries, overstep our, our requests and our needs because our friends are there for us, but they aren't there for us to use and abuse to the maximum amount wearing them out. You know, we have to be careful of that. I am very, very cautious about how much I ask for help or how much I lean on people. And it's not because I'm too proud. It's because I don't want to be a burden. And quite frankly, I don't think I've lost any of the really true good friends that I've had over the years pre-amputation to post-amputation. One, because I try to stay positive. And what you are and how you act and that aura that you send out into the universe is what attracts people to you or deters them from you. And it's, it's about self-reflection, asking yourself, am I, am I seeing a huge influx of people leaving my life or coming into my life? And if you're having them come into your life, then you're a magnet, and that's the positivity and the love that you're sending out into the world. And that attracts people. People want to be around things like that, around people that generate that kind of energy and positivity and love. If you feel like you are getting pushed away and you're all of a sudden feeling lonely and secluded, it's time for a gut check. It's time to be self-reflective and see where it is you need to make some changes. And I'm not saying you can't ask people for help, but you have to understand the difference between help from a friend that's been, you know, a lifelong buddy versus a brand new friend and taking advantage of people or overextending your their niceness, like ask them being so kind and doing things for you. There's a point where you need to pull back and stop asking, stop asking and pushing on them because everyone has a breaking point. But if you are asking for help and you're courteous and kind and thankful and and, and showing them that you care for them as much as they've been caring for you because it's reciprocated. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. My friend's going through something too and I have to remember my life isn't all about me. So like when I get together with a friend, ask yourself this. When you get together with your friends or you're on the phone with a friend, how much of the time are you talking about you and your problems and how much time have you asked them about their life and where they're at and how things are going and what can I do for you? What can I pray for you? you know, on that will be an indicator. Think of it as like a tug of war, right? You gotta find that middle ground. You don't wanna have it going one way where your friend only talks about themselves because that's also a problem, right? And you don't want it to be where it's all about you and everything you're going through. Find a positive. So there are days when I get together and my friends will go, how you doing? I'm like, great. And I have nothing new to tell them. I don't want to complain about anything because there's nothing really to complain about. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'm great. How about you? What, what's going on in your world? Tell me about your kids. What's going on with your husband's job? Da, 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 da. So you got to find that fine line. And I guess with this podcast, like I said, it's a little schizophrenic and I'm sorry about that but i i kind of wanted to wrap up this whole year and i i'm so sad to say that this is the last one for 2023 and it'll be a couple weeks before i get back on so look for me after january 1st sometime after that week i think the 3rd or something is that wednesday i'm hoping to be back on with season 4 episode 1 and but i wanted to just pull all these this is this is what's been on my heart the last couple weeks as i navigate wanting to be active, trying to get you to be active, the fierce and on fire challenge. I've, I've got over two, I think 200 miles and it was a 100 mile um, challenge still on until December 31st. So you still have time. Um, so if you want to try to get in there and, and challenge yourself to keep moving, then go for it. You don't have to, You don't have to get the medal if you don't want. I like the medal. The medal comes in January when you register. And I've hit my goal and then some, um, which is probably good um, because I've been like standing in the kitchen baking forever. And now that the kids are home from school, I've been trying to do laundry, which I'm doing a really poor job of, excuse me, staying on top of. Um, But I wanted to, to bring all this to fruition because... I, all this has been weighing on my heart as I've watched loneliness seep into people's lives, um, sadness because of this time of year, complete joy and, and feeling blessed. I mean, there's a gamut of emotions that I have experienced myself, but also I have watched friends and family members going through some of this. And it's on my heart, and I wanted to speak to it. And I hope wherever you're at, at this time of year, I hope that you can find something that brings a smile to your face, that brings joy to your heart. And if you're a Christian and you're listening to this, know that the most beautiful gift of all is coming and is being born soon for us. And that King will save us. And... For those of you that have heard my story, you know that I had a huge, deep, faith-based movement that happened right before my surgery that allowed me to have peace with something as extravagant as cutting my leg off, and I truly believe carried me through that first year effortlessly really I know it was hard and now looking back on it all I see is the positive so I guess that's good but the things I was able to accomplish in 12 months after my surgery I, I see people now struggling to accomplish that almost a year out from their surgery so I was safeguarded there's no other way around it my faith carried me through that first year my positivity came based out of that. And so I know without a doubt that this is the most joyful time of year. Even though I miss my mom, even though I'm not seeing my family right now. Even though I know that our parents are getting older. Even though I see neighbors being alone and I see friends losing close pets like we just lost our dog and seeing the sorrow that comes with this time of year and hanging a stocking for someone who's no longer with us. It is heartbreaking, but know that it is a beautiful time of year and a savior is born. And so I hope that this finds you well. I hope you can find the positive and know, know that when you get peace in your heart, that you can accomplish anything and you are a warrior that when you dig deep down, and you find the positivity in every aspect of your life. And some days are much harder than others. I get it. I've been there and I've had struggles, but when we look at the positive and we radiate positivity and we speak positive messages to our own self, then we actually put that out into the world and gosh, do we need that more than ever when I see what these kids are going through after COVID and the way things have changed in the world compared to when we were children, we need, we need more positive vibes thrown out in the world. We need people smiling at us in parking lots and waving us on and slowing down and just taking in the moment and stop rushing. That is all it takes to find a joy and a happiness in our life, despite the circumstances. And I, speaking from personal experience, I know what it's like to go through surgeries and struggles and blood clots and PT and disappointment and denials from insurance and waiting for people and waiting on insurance and waiting on everything that happens and phantom sensations and phantom pains and ill-fitting sockets and changes in weight. And I've been through it all in five years, actually longer than that since it's been 10 years, actually. Uh, When I first hurt myself with July was 10 years ago. And this journey that I've been on has been 10 years strong. I get it, but I am choosing peace I am choosing happiness. I am choosing to live the life I want to live versus letting things that happen to me dictate my happiness. I will choose happiness. I will choose joy. And I will choose to see the positive in every situation, even when it's really hard. So with that being said, I am praying for you all. I hope that you have a blessed new year, a blessed Christmas, holiday season, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is you celebrate. I pray that it is filled with joy, peace, happiness, and health. And I hope that 2024 not only helps you turn over a new leaf, but shows you what kind of strength you have within you. I hope you recognize that you were built to be a warrior. You were built for joy. You were built to bring peace and happiness and harmony to the world. And you can make a difference in your own life, in the people's lives that live around you, and those in the world that you've never met before, because they will come to you when you send out those kind of vibes, I promise you. In the last five years, my life has been enriched by the many people who have reached out to me, strangers, in parking lots, in gyms, in stores, you name it. I have had so many people enrich my life and fill my bucket just because I've smiled and I have an air about me when I walk that I am happy where I'm at and I'm approachable and I'm kind and I'm feeling blessed. And I will put that blessing on anybody that comes up to me. So I pray the best for you. I hope that you have a wonderful end of the year. And as always, be healthy, be happy, be you.